couple announcements. Um, if anybody needs a book, I have two more left. So if you need a book, see me after the the, the study, and uh, they're ten dollars. I had three. Someone uh, got one, so I don't know, George. <laughs> so if it's any of you, come and see me too. They're ten dollars. <laughs> Um, I, the, I hear the men's breakfast was a blessing this past weekend. Whoever went, was good. Good turnout. We're uh, we're gonna for next time we're gonna um, switch it up to a different location because I know it was a little loud and uh, you guys couldn't hear each other so much. So we're we're thinking of possibly Denny's having it on, at there's a, a separate conference room that we could reserve so it'd be more more intimate and we'll be able to uh, hear each other. So we'll be giving you an update on, on the location of that and, and the date for the next uh, men's breakfast. Just want to remind you guys, uh, this weekend, Saturday, we have, there's that men's uh, conference, uh, Calvary Chapel, uh, in, uh, it's in Orange County. I don't have the flyer. Anybody have the? There was flyers out there, but they're all gone. Uh, but you could check under the website to see the location. Uh, but that's this Saturday. So you guys have time. It would be a blessing to be a part of that. But let's pray. Lord God, we do thank you uh, once again for gathering us men this evening. We ask that you just prepare our hearts just to uh, hear what you have for us, Lord. We thank you that you continue to lead and guide us through this uh, study uh, on being a, a, a servant of God, Lord. We thank you that we can turn to you for guidance and just help us to be that servant you call us to be, Lord. So we just ask for a blessing at this time in Jesus' name. So, you know, God has a, a purpose and a plan for all of our lives. And He has a special calling for every one of us here. Um, and our prayer really should be to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit as He calls us to serve in whatever ministry that, that He calls us to be sensitive, to have a sensitive heart to that, to that calling. Uh, some of you may already uh, be uh, serving, and, and it's been confirmed to you, and you're serving faithfully, and that's a blessing. Others may, you might still be waiting on the Lord to see what He has for you. Just be patient and, and again, uh, pray that the Holy Spirit will speak to you in, in the area that you need, He wants you to serve. Again, all of us has a calling to serve, and uh, we just need to be ready and, and, and be uh, willing to, to serve. Tonight, as we study um, chapters 13 through 15 in, in this book, we'll, we'll be looking at some of these important principles uh, that deal with, with, with serving, and, and they're important principles um, to keep in mind as, as we either start serving, or even if you've already been serving in a ministry and you feel you're being led to another ministry, these are important principles to, to uh, take to heart. Uh, Matthew 25:21 it says, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. So in whatever capacity that the Lord has placed us to serve Him, He expects our continual commitment. He expects us to be diligently serving Him in that area and be faithful to serve Him with a heart that's a sincere heart, a heart of a joyful heart, 
and, and a heart that, that's a humble heart and, and a heart that's really totally dedicated to serving our Lord. And He deserves it, doesn't He? So He wants us to have the right, the right heart. And as He uses us in a, in a, in a ministry, he, we are called to reflect His heart of servanthood. We need to uh, reflect the heart of Jesus, the heart that He had, the heart of servanthood. So as He calls us to serve Him, He will test our faithfulness in the small things. You know, are we being faithful? Are we being uh, 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 diligent in work in, in in serving in that area or not? If we are, of course, He's going to bless us and He's going to assign us a bigger task. And that's the blessing that He will bless uh, those who are obedient. Um, but the important point is that He does the calling, not us. Okay, and and He does the the moving on, not us. So we don't want to get involved with that. <laughs> The Holy Spirit is the one that needs to do the calling. The Holy Spirit is the one that needs to speak to our hearts when it's time to move on to another ministry. And He's the one that opens the doors of ministry, uh, not us. And He's the one that closes them, not us. So it's the Holy Spirit. It's the work of the Holy Spirit that needs to do that. If it's not led by the Spirit, it's not going to be an effective, fruitful ministry. And Ephesians uh, 4.1, Paul exhorts the Ephesian church to walk worthy of the calling with, with which you were called. And every one of us here should have that desire to really walk worthy of that calling that he has. And again, that's going to become evident by the, by the Holy Spirit as, as we pray and, and ask what, what he has for us. And as we're serving in a ministry that we know God has confirmed in our hearts... The expectation is that we stay in that ministry for a season. You know, and, and, and not only for, for the ministry to go, but also to allow God to do the work in us. So we can't go into a ministry and, and with the, the plan that, you know, we're going to stay there a couple of days and we'll try another ministry. No, he, if you're being led by the Holy Spirit to a certain ministry, the, the, the expectation is that you, 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 you stay in that ministry for a season and see what the Lord has for you in that ministry. And hopefully you'll be there long enough for really again to, for the Holy Spirit to do that work that needs to be done in you and, and also in the ministry using you. Um, and many times we kind of cut the Holy Spirit short by moving on and jumping on to another ministry and we don't allow the Holy Spirit to do that work that needs to be done through us in that specific ministry. So, the ministry also ends up uh, yeah, getting hurt by that too. So God will always use that ministry to help us grow and mature through the challenges of that specific ministry. So there is always challenges as we serve in any ministry. As you guys who are serving, it, it is a challenge. There's always things that come up. There's problems. But in and through those challenges and through those problems, the Holy Spirit works in us to, to do the work that needs to be done in our hearts. Because many times, you know, we, we'll go in and we want to serve, but there's things in our heart that still need to be changed uh, in and through that serving. And the Holy Spirit will use that uh, for His purposes. And as Wiersbe mentions, there's something noble and enriching about staying by the stuff and seeing things through. You know, as we are diligent and faithful in serving in a certain ministry and seeing it through, the ministry grows, and we grow as well in preparation for what God has for us next. So He will prepare us. 
And it may be for a, a season, it might be for a short season, and he moves on, or it might be a long season that he has us in a certain ministry to do the work that needs to be done in our hearts. And we can't get ahead of, of the Lord as we serve. You know, the tendency, of course, is if things aren't maybe uh, as fruitful in a certain ministry or you're not getting much feedback from others that you're doing a good job, uh, the tendency, the human tendency is to react in a way where, no, I'm, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm going to try another ministry. And, and you know, we need to allow, the, again, the Holy Spirit to, to work um, before we feel that we're being let out of a certain ministry. You know, when Laura and I first started serving uh, at Calvary uh, Chapel in the Heights, it was shortly after I got saved, and we both started serving, uh, teaching the f- uh, first through third graders, and that was a challenge. You know, I mean, it was I didn't know much about the Bible at that time, and let alone teach kids, and it was challenging, of course, when they wouldn't listen, and that was a challenge. You know, and I, I could have, we could have thought of many reasons to quit at that point because of just the difficulties and the challenges of. of of teaching, actually, when I, your your girl was in that class, Jocelyn, George's girl. It's been a lot of years, um, but again, it could have, I could have thought of many reasons to leave that that ministry at that point. And God had us at that point for a reason. And at that point, we also enrolled in the Bible Ministry School, and that allowed us to receive more formal uh, equipping to be able to handle the ministry that God had for us here, ultimately. So, you know, I, I kind of think about what would have happened if we would have kind of gave up at that early stage and, and, and said, you know what, uh, that's not for us. Let's not do this. Or we, wouldn't have, or we would have quit school, Bible ministry school. We would have really hindered uh, the work that God wanted, us, wanted to do in and through us as he prepared us for what he had in the future here in Monrovia. So we need to be careful. Uh, we need to be careful that we don't serve as obstacles to what God wants to do in your lives. And he starts early on to start planting a seed and, and, and start want to uh, start preparing you for what he has you down the road. And it does start with the small things. But pray that you're, you're sensitive to the Holy Spirit as he speaks to you in, in that area on what ministry he has for you. And be faithful. And, and, and stay the course. You know, he wants us to be faithful and, and, and just let God work in you and through that ministry. In Corinthians 15.58, it says, Therefore, my, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So as we serve God, we need to be reminded that our service will not be in vain. You know, through, through our service, God's purposes will be accomplished. We're going to be strengthened, and, and, and we're going to be equipped. Ultimately, His name will be glorified in the ministry that He puts us through. It's all for His glory. We look back again at that verse, Matthew twenty five twenty one. We look at it a little closer. Let me read that again. It says, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Wiersbe points out four elements to consider from this verse. Number one is our work is supposed to make us grow. Number two, we're always being measured. Number three, Each job prepares us for the next one. 
And number four, the Lord may move us when He sees we're ready. So ministry should help us grow. You know, if we don't see any any growth as we serve the Lord, there may be two reasons for this lack of growth. Either we're in the wrong place, the wrong ministry, and yet really God hasn't called you to that ministry, or you're in the right place, but you have the wrong attitude. There's two reasons. And you need to ask the Lord, well, what, 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 is, what applies to me? But both can be detrimental, really, in our spiritual service to our Lord. So how do we know that what, that we are serving in the right place? I mean, how do we know that we're in the right ministry? I mean, how do we get feedback from the Lord? How do you know for sure? You know, if, if we're miserable and frustrated and serving a certain ministry, does that mean that you're in the wrong ministry? No. You know, God may be doing a work in us by challenging us in that ministry. Maybe you don't like serving alongside a brother who really gets on your nerves. Is that a reason to leave the ministry? No. That's again, God is, is doing a work in your heart to be able to deal with those difficult persons that we come across every now and then in the body, right? <laughs> um, so we shouldn't be too quick in quitting that ministry based on our frustration. Now, how about if you're physically tired in serving in a certain ministry? Does that mean that it's a good reason to quit that ministry? No. You know, serving can be physically tiring, but the thing is, you, you don't want to get tired of the ministry. It's okay to get tired physically because you're serving through serving, but you don't never want to get tired of, of serving in a ministry. And that's that comes back to the attitude of the heart. And as we serve in a ministry, God also does not want us to get too comfortable in that ministry. You know, where, where you get to a point where you're no longer challenged and, 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 and we stop growing because we remain in that comfort zone. You no longer are, are being challenged in any way because you just got to a point where you have it on cruise control and, and things are going okay, but you're not really putting much effort at, after a certain point because you got it down. Now, that's not good either if you, if you end up getting into that comfort zone. Because God wants to stretch us. You know, the only way we're going to grow is if He stretches us. If, we, if, he gets, if He gets us out of that comfort zone, that's how we're going to grow in our walks with the Lord and, and as we serve Him in, in the different ministries. We need to be challenged. We don't want to get too comfortable. None of us are comfortable, right, that are serving? Okay, just checking. And... As we face problems in serving in a ministry, we should look at these problems as opportunities in disguise for spiritual growth and strengthening. With any ministry, again, there's always problems that come up. and But we need to look at those problems, again, as opportunities in disguise for our own spiritual strengthening and, 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 and growth as, as we serve in that ministry. Because there's no ministry that's perfect that, that doesn't have any problems, right? So there's always going to be problems. And Wiersbe quotes uh, Henry Kaiser in reference to problems as opportunities and work clothes. So 
Problems are good. When they arise, welcome those problems because you know God is trying to tell you something and God is trying to teach you something. You don't want to run away from those problems. You know, as, as a ministry gets difficult, the last thing you want to do is jump ship and just decide, no, this is not for me. It's just too difficult. Because, you, again, you're, you're hindering that work that God wants to do through that challenging ministry. Now, the second element in, in, this scripture, in the scripture verse is that we're always being measured. You know, as we serve, God is measuring us. People are measuring us. And we ourselves are me- measuring ourselves, right? We're measuring, are we serving uh, the Lord the way we should serve Him? Are we meeting His expectations? What's the quality of our service in this ministry? So people will, will measure us. God's going to, of course, measure us. And we ourselves end up measuring, measuring our, our work as well. So what, what's the problem when other people... Try to measure your work, your your ministry work. They could become what? They could become judgmental. They could be critical. They might have a hidden motive. Maybe you said something or did something that offended them, and and now they're gonna they're not gonna be as objective in measuring how well this guy is serving in this ministry. So those things come into play as 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 another person measures our work in the ministry. How about when we measure ourselves? What's the problem with that? Are we objective? You know, are we putting pride aside to evaluate if our service is truly measuring up to what God expects us? Are we putting that pride aside? Many times we don't, right? We let the ego get in the way and we say, yeah, we're doing a great job. This ministry is, 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 is moving. This ministry is exactly what God wants this ministry to do. So we let that pride puff us up a little. And, and of course, we're not objective in measuring, really, are you truly being a, a good servant in this specific ministry? Are you doing the things that God really wants you to be doing in that ministry? So there's problems. Others measuring, if we measure ourselves. But, you know, we, we need to remember that, again, our human flesh gets in the way. And if we think too highly of ourselves, our pride makes us want to promote ourselves and push our way into what we think is a more important ministry. So Romans 12.3 says, For I say through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. On the opposite extreme, if we think less highly of our service... And convince ourselves that we're not doing a good enough service to God. What's the tendency? We get frustrated, right? We get discouraged. We start doubting whether really the ministry is for us or not. And we want to eventually want to quit serving if it gets just too discouraging. So it could go on opposite extremes, these attitudes, but they're both wrong. But who is the one who can accurately measure us? And, and our service. God, right? God's the only one that could do that. And the, the challenge is that he, he may or may not tell us all the time if our work is acceptable. He may not give us any feedback as we're serving and we're not hearing from God that we're doing the right thing. He might wait a season before he confirms it. 
But we need to be patient and, and be in, in the Word, be in prayer, and He will. He will confirm it. Yeah, you're on the right track. Keep doing what you're doing. But sometimes, again, we don't hear from Him. But we need to, again, stay the course and, and be faithful. Let's turn to, uh, to Luke uh, chapter 7. We'll, re- we'll read verses 18 through 22. Here we learn about John the Baptist, who was a great prophet, and he had his doubts about the accuracy of his teaching. And this was John the Baptist. So. Luke chapter 7, verses 18 through 22. Then the disciples of John reported to him concerning all these things. And John, calling two of his disciples to him, sent them to Jesus, saying, Are you the coming one, or do we look for another? When the the man had come to him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you, saying, Are you the coming one, or do we look for another? And that very hour he cured many of infirmities, afflictions, and evil spirits, And to many blind he gave sight. Jesus answered and said to them, Go and tell John the things that you have seen and heard, that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he who is not offended because of me. So John the Baptist, here he is, sitting in a jail, a dungeon, he starts questioning if Jesus really is truly the Messiah that he had been preaching about. You know, if he was the one that would come and bring judgment to those unrepented sinners. You know, his whole ministry was preaching a message of repentance or suffer uh, 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 judgment. And he sat in that jail hearing about all the healing that Jesus was doing and not much judging. And he started to question Really, was I on the right track? Was the one I've been preaching about, the coming one, is this really Jesus, the, the Messiah that I've been preaching? So even in John's heart, he, he, he had a doubt. You know, what, really, was I on the right track in, in what the Lord had me doing? And the enemy will always find ways to cast doubt in our minds and, and make us think that we're, that, we're, that we're serving, that the way we're serving is not good. And, and, and does not meet God's standards. He's going to create doubts in our mind and try to, to, to challenge that. And, and you start wondering, you know, this area I'm serving in, am I really doing it the way God calls me to do it? You know, see, we need to be careful. And one way that we may uh, receive feedback from God on whether our ministry uh, is, 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 is measuring up to His expectation is that He'll send a brother... Or a sister to encourage us with a word of, 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 of encouragement, a word of thanks. Thanks, brother, for just ministering to my heart. He'll use somebody like that just to kind of tell you, you know what, you're doing, you're doing okay. And that's a, that's a good thing. Just don't let it get to your head. The, the Lord may also uh, encourage us and confirm that we're doing a good job by rewarding us through a, an, an answered prayer. He'll bring a blessing to our lives 
when we don't expect it. And that's another way of him saying, you know what, you, 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 you're in the right track. I'm going to bring these blessings to you. Here's, here's some blessings your way. Another way is, 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 of course, if we're effectively serving in ministry, what's going to happen? The enemy is not going to be sitting back, right? He's going to oppose his attacks. So effective ministry will never go unopposed. And another confirming sign from God that we're serving well in the ministry is that He will allow doors to open, other doors of, 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 of ministry to open for you, more opportunities. So again, if you're, if you're faithful in certain ministries, He's going to open more doors for you. And that's a blessing. You know, and, and it's, it is a blessing to see a lot of you guys that have been, you know, that you started here and, and, and you've been uh, serving faithfully. And it's just a blessing to see how the Lord is working through your lives, through your service. You know, you, you've been, you started a certain ministry, now you've been, you've been given more, more to handle and you're being faithful to that. That's a blessing. And we all should have that desire for God to continue to, to uh, reward us in those ways by just giving us more to do. You know, more ministry, of course, is more busyness, but what? We're doing it unto the Lord, and we're blessing Him in and through our service. So it shouldn't be a, a, a factor that we're getting more responsibility. It should be a blessing, because we know that we're effectively doing the things that He calls us to do down in here in this, in this capacity. So we want to bless our Lord in, 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 our, in our ministry as we serve Him. Now... The third element is that each, each work of service prepares us for the next. So we see how God worked in Joseph's life as he was a faithful servant. Even in jail, he, he, God promotes him to position as a, as, a, as a second ruler of Egypt under Pharaoh. We see Joshua, you know, he was a faithful servant to Moses. He ends up being his successor. And we see David, the faithful shepherd. He gets raised by God and becomes a king of Israel. All these examples... Are, are men who were faithful in serving God and, 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 and were being prepared for bigger ways to serve God. Doesn't mean that all of us are going to become rulers, right? No, it just means that, again, we, we're called to be faithful in, in whatever, wherever God has us. And if it's in His will, then He's going to move us on to other things. Wordsby warns us against certain ministries that we could use as stepping stones to acquire bigger ministries. You know, he refers to these people as pyramid climbers who are so desperate that they go from ministry to ministry with an agenda to get on top. And they use these ministries just for their own agenda. We need to be careful. And, and, and it can't happen. But we're reminded... In Psalm 75, verse 6, 7, says, For exaltation comes neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south, but God is the judge. He puts down one, and He exalts another. So we need to be careful that as we serve, we do not serve with an ambitious and self-promoting heart. And that can come into play if we allow that, that pride to, to start coming in. The fourth element to this, this scripture verse is the Lord may move us on when He sees we're ready. So He may or may not move us on. Like I said, it, He might keep us for a season in a certain ministry, for a season, or it might be longer. But we need to trust that God has us where He needs us. 
If it's longer, we know that he needs to continue doing that work in that ministry and in our hearts. And let's not get ahead of the Lord and start wanting to just move on before we're ready. And that does happen. You know, people want to move on and they want to be promoted to bigger ministries, but they're not ready. We need to be patient that, you know, the Lord's going to do that work. He's going to complete it. And it might be a short season. It might be a longer season. But again, we need to just be sensitive to the Holy Spirit as He guides us along. And of course, the enemy will try to come in and make you feel that the ministry that you might be serving in is unimportant. It's not important for the functioning of the church. Maybe you're, you're teaching the little ones. Maybe there's just a handful and they're not listening. And you feel, well, they're not listening anyway. This is not important. How about the maybe hospitality? If you're in hospitality, you're cleaning up people's mess and they don't say thank you. They don't appreciate it. And you still, you're starting to feel like, you know, this is not a good thing. I'm not even appreciated with what I'm doing. How about if you're out there in the parking lot? You know, you're, you're in security and you're making sure that the safetyness of the, of the body, but nothing's happening out there except you're getting burned or you're freezing. And you start wondering, you know, why am I doing this? No one knows I'm out here. No one tells me thank you or appreciates that I'm out here. The enemy will start creating those, those doubts in our, in our mind. And we need to be careful. But we need to be reminded, really, that all ministries that God has entrusted to each of us are ministries that are important for the livelihood of the church and, 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 and for the, the, the functioning of the body. We're all important elements. You know, one element is now more important than the other. So don't let the enemy play games in your mind thinking that this ministry, this minuscule uh, ministry that you think it's minuscule is unimportant. It's vital for the functioning, for the livelihood of the, of the, of the body and, and, the, and the church. So appreciation may not come from the body. We talked about that before. But again, we're not serving to get that recognition, right? We're, we're serving because we want to serve out of obedience to the Lord and unto the Lord. So don't let that be a, a, a factor in, in you getting discouraged that people don't appreciate you. Wiersbe brings up an important point that staying in a ministry too long can also be challenging and difficult. Why is that? It has its repercussions. If you're staying in a ministry too long and the Lord's calling you out of this ministry, it's not going to allow that ministry possibly to grow in a way that the Lord wants it to grow. It's not going to flourish. You want to welcome new ideas. You want to be training up people to be able to take over your ministry. You know, we can't be so possessive where we're, we're, we're not going to let go of that ministry, no matter what. And the Holy Spirit will, 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 will speak to our hearts, and, and we need to be sensitive to that. You know, if you're not seeing a whole lot of fruit from a certain ministry, and you have these brothers that are, you know, they're eager to serve, and, and they have a heart to serve in that area, you want to train them up to eventually take over your spot. You, we're, we're not always going to be here as leaders. We're not, we may not be here. We always want people to be able to replace you, replace you know, the, the ministry leaders. So we need to have that heart that it's okay. It's okay to be replaced and, and welcome new ideas. 
you know, young, young, younger people, they come with new ideas, and that's good. It's refreshing to the ministry. So let's welcome that. Let's not be so closed off to that. You know, and that's a tendency for some ministry uh, people that they get so closed off that they're not open to input from others. They just don't want to hear it. They have their own agenda already. It's been working for so many years, and they don't want to hear input from others. They don't want to hear new ideas. But it's again, it's a way that the, the ministry will 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 uh, transform itself to a a, 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 a a higher level, a level where the Lord's going to use it in a bigger way, with new ideas, with change. Change is good. You know, you can't remain stagnant in a ministry. You you need to allow that ministry to be fruitful. And it, it all comes back to being open to change and welcoming people into the ministry and, and training them up to replace you. We can't be overly possessive with our ministries. You know, we should be willing to uh, give them up when it's time. And we all need to be uh, reminded that none of us are indispensable in a ministry. Right? God's work will continue despite ourselves. So let's not take that attitude that this ministry is not going to survive without me there. We're, we, you know, it, it's not it's not a good thing when we get to that point where we think that you know we're indispensable. The ministry, the church, the the work of the church will continue after we leave. So we're just vessels being used, you know, in in, in a temporary way in a certain ministries, and again he moves us on to other things, if that's God's will. But some Christians again grab on to their ministries and they refuse to move on because they feel it's their domain. And the ministry cannot possibly go on without them. They just grab on. They don't, they don't want to let go. But God's timing as he moves his servants on to different ministries is always right. Right? It's always right on. He doesn't make mistakes. So if you feel that God is, is leading you out of a ministry and you feel strong confirmation and you, you, you've confirmed it through, through prayer, through, through his word, through counsel, through the pastor, if, if there's confirmation there, then... It's okay. It's okay to go ahead and move on as long as you do it in order and as long as you allow that ministry you're leaving that it be uh, adequately uh, prepared as you leave to for you to be replaced by the, a qualified person. You don't want to just leave a ministry and, and leave it vacant in that position. You're going to hurt the ministry. So we need to be patient. You know, Even though you feel you're being let out, you still need to be patient until that ministry is adequately uh, uh, staffed with the right, the qualified person to take over your spot. And the moving, as we move on to bigger ministries, it might be to a bigger ministry or it might be to a smaller ministry. You might, you might be led to a ministry that's less recognized or maybe looked at as a church as, as, a, as not as important ministry. But if, you, if God is leading you there, we need to ultimately be obedient to that. Because He's leading you to that smaller ministry for a reason. Because He needs that ministry to be built up. To grow and, and, and to flourish as the other ministries. So let's not be an obstacle to, for God to work in, 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 our, in and through our service. You know, we can't be so prideful that we, you know, if you're in a, let's say, in a teaching uh, ministry and all of a sudden you feel that, Lord has you somewhere else, maybe somewhere where 
you know, uh, that's not maybe as, 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 as recognized, but it's still an important ministry that we ultimately need to, to, to be obedient to, uh, to serving in. So how do we know when and how to close a ministry and move on to another ministry? You know, as we receive confirmation from a whole, the Holy Spirit that it's time to move on to a certain ministry, uh, and it really should be a, a, a blessing, right, the transition. It shouldn't be a, a heartache. It shouldn't be a headache. It shouldn't be uh, a lot of, of bitter feelings as you move to another, another ministry. You sh- it should be a blessing. It should be a smooth transition, and it should be done in order. If it's not being led by the Spirit, it's not going to be blessed. It's not going to be a smooth transition. There's going to be a lot of problems there. And people are going to get hurt. Not only you know your reputation that get hurt, but the ministry that you're leaving, there's going to be a lot of bitter feelings there. Because it's not God's timing. And many times, again, we want to get ahead of the Lord and we just want to move. We, you know, God has me here. I've got to serve in this ministry. I know He has this is my calling. I'm sorry. This other ministry, I've got to let you go. And, and, and before it's God's timing, and you don't wait, and you don't allow God to, to prepare that ministry as you leave, and, and you don't allow God to provide, raise up those labors for that ministry, what's going to happen? That ministry is going to end up getting hurt. Just because of your own selfish ambitions. So we need to be careful. You know, as we move on to other ministries, we need to make sure that, again, it's led by the Spirit, and it's being done in, in order, and, and you're taking those steps that, that need to be taken as, as you transition. So if there's no peace in it, there's no joy in it as we move on, there's something wrong there. It's not God's timing. Now another important point that Wisby brings up is that sometimes as we uh, are feeling led to move on, this move can be resisted by people in the ministry who do not want us to move. Either they've become dependent on you or you've established a close relationship with them. You've been working alongside with these other servants and now you're, you're leaving, you're announced it, and they don't want you to, 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 to move on because they become dependent or maybe they just don't want to go through the headache of trying to find and pray about a replacement. People also get comfortable as, 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 as leaders are in the ministry, but then they, they move on, it gets them, gets them out of their comfort zone. So there's going to be resistance as, as we're being led to another, another ministry, but again, if it's truly being led by the Holy Spirit, then we need to uh, uh, have confidence that it is being led by God, and it is good, God's going to take care of those details. You know, I remember uh, when... when, when uh, Laura and I, my family, when, when we were at Calvary uh, Chapel, Sina Heights, when we, uh, when we were led to come to Monrovia, we had been at Calvary uh, Sina Heights for like eight years. We were involved in ministry, and, and, and people, you know, as we announced that we were being led to, to, to come to Monrovia, they, they started questioning, or they started wondering, well, why, why are you moving? I mean, you live in Sina Heights. And I had my family in that same church, my sisters, and, 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 and Laura, my wife, had her family in that same church. And they started questioning, well, is that really God's will? 
for you guys to be moving on to another ministry in Monrovia. God's using you here in, in, in Calvary, Hacienda Heights, and why, why are you moving? So there was resistance there, and there was opposition there. But, you know, ultimately, again, if you feel led and, and, and God has confirmed that in your heart, we ultimately need to be obedient to, to the leading of the Holy Spirit, right? We can't, we can't do things to satisfy man. We want to be obedient to God's plan in our lives. And so we moved on, you know, and, and, and in retrospect, as I see, you know, the, just what's the fruit that's transpired since that move, it's, it, I know God's hand was definitely upon that move. And I wonder if, if I would have listened to my family, you know, not to go, and I would have still been over there, you know, God may not have been able to use me in, in the capacities He's using me now here. So we can't serve as obstacles. We easily can do that if we start not, not be, uh, obe- being obedient to as the Holy Spirit leads us. We need to be obedient to that leading. And be, have your heart ready to receive. You know, be in the Word, be in prayer, and, and He will prep our heart to be sensitive as the Holy Spirit speaks to us, what He has for us. As, as, as we consider leaving or stepping down from a ministry, there, there's three conditions that Wiersbe mentions that should never apply. We should never leave a ministry when we're tired and discouraged, we should never uh, leave a ministry where, when we're not getting our way. And we, sh- we should never leave a ministry when we feel unappreciated. There's a danger in confusing a tired and a weird spirit with the Holy Spirit telling us it's time to move on. We need to be careful. You know, when that fatigue factor comes into play, you feel you're just tired serving in that ministry. You could find every reason to say, you know what, that's just too tiring. It's time to move on or it's time to leave that ministry. That's not a good time to leave it. Discouragement and depression in ministry are weapons that the enemy will use to make us want to leave a ministry as well. You know, so if you're feeling tired, God is faithful to provide that needed rest. And He is faithful to rejuvenate you and give you the energy to continue moving forward and serving in that ministry. But it all comes back to spending that time with the Lord and and, and he knows our burdens, and he, 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 will, he, he will encourage us as we're discouraged. Because he is the ultimate source of encouragement through his word, through prayer. And he is faithful. You know, he's faithful to bring that brother in Christ to come and, and, and encourage you. And, and to tell you, you know what, stay the course, you're, you're doing okay. And encourage us when we're feeling down. That's the whole goal of, you know, why we have iron sharpens iron. Right? We encourage each other as brothers in Christ. As we're going through some difficulties, and whether it's serving or in other areas in our life, what do we do? We, we come to each other and, and we, we encourage each other. We have each other held accountable and then we pray for each other. And, and feel, you gotta feel like you wanna, if you have, if you have burdens, share it with a brother. And so iron sharpens iron. That's, that's important. We need to keep each other accountable and encourage each other. How about when others disagree with your viewpoints on how to run the ministry? Is that a reason to leave? There's always going to be people who differ with your opinion, right? They're always going to have an input that's going to differ with 
what your opinion is on how this ministry should should be running. But is that the, a reason to to jump ship from the the ministry? You know, again, we all need to well, be open and welcome input from others, and not be so closed off as some are. You know, even though you maybe you've made a mistake in the way a ministry should have gone. A decision that you made may not have been the right decision. We need to humbly come to the Lord and, and, and just confess. You know, I made a mistake, Lord, and humbly share with, with your brother or others in the, in the ministry that you made a mistake. If you've been closed off to their input, welcome their input. Because the Lord will use others and speak through others to, to put us in the right track. We need to, again, be sensitive to that and not be so closed off. Every Christian worker has to accept disagreement and even defeat and humbly be willing to admit that they were wrong and accept help from others. If your ideas are right on and according to God's will, as we pray, God is faithful to change people's hearts too, right? We pray that God will change their hearts and their viewpoints to a point where it's going to align it to the, 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 your opinion. So God is faithful to change people as well. And the last wrong motive to leave a ministry is because you're feeling unappreciated for the hard work that you're doing in that ministry. This was touched some on the last study, but our human nature has a need to receive recognition for something that we have worked hard at in, in serving. You know, that's our human nature. We, we thrive on that, on that recognition. When we put our, our hard work into it, we want recognition. That's, that's the human tendency. But we all need to be reminded, again, that as we serve in any ministry, our service is unto the Lord. We serve God, not man. And our rewards are in heaven, right? So whether people say thanks or not, it should not make a difference because we know that our faithfulness is blessing our Father in heaven. So let's not get into that mode where, oh, nobody appreciates me. No one says thanks for what I'm doing. I'm doing so much and no one seems to know or even care. Let's not go there. It's not pleasing to the Lord. You know, we're, we're servants unto the Lord. And we do it unto the Lord. And people will always disappoint us. We can't rely on people, right? The people are fickle. But the Lord never changes, right? He's unchanging. And He will always be there. How do we know it's time to step down from ministry and let someone else take over? There's some important questions we need to consider. Where is my spiritual growth in and through this ministry? Am I still learning and growing as I serve in this particular ministry? Is there growth still going on? Does God still need to do a work in me as I serve in this ministry? So if you stop growing in that ministry... Not only you will suffer, but the ministry will also suffer. So, as we're serving, we need to make sure that there's still spiritual growth going on in us. And, 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 and the ministry also will benefit from that. Remember, Joseph, you know, God kept him in prison for two more years than expected because he still had to do a work in his heart. And the last thing any of us want to do is cut God's work short 
that he's trying to accomplish in us as we serve in that ministry. We don't want to be a hindrance to his work by prematurely leaving a ministry where he could definitely have used you in a powerful way. And another important question to ask is, what is the current state of that ministry that I'm leaving? You know, are the people that you're serving able to adequately adjust and be able to replace you with qualified people? As you leave that ministry, those people that are being left behind in that ministry, are they going to be able to replace you? Or you need to wait. And the last thing we want to do as we step down from a ministry is to leave without a qualified replacement in place. So if there is no one to take your place, it's likely not God's time for you to be leaving. There's still major, how about if, if, as far as unresolved work or decision making that needs to be accomplished in that ministry. That's not a good time to leave a ministry either, right? You want to leave when it's God's timing and when it's doable for the ministry. For the livelihood of that ministry, you don't want to hurt the ministry. So there's unresolved work to do. That's not a good time to leave a ministry. Even though you have a strong confirmation that you got to leave. you got to make sure that things are in place for you to be able to leave. Wiersbe reminds us that we should not be leaving a ministry with the excuse that someone else can do it better. Oh, that's okay, I'll leave because someone else, they'll replace it with someone that could do a better job than me. And have that mentality that you're replaceable with someone that could do a better job. There's always going to be someone that could do a better job, right? But God has you in that specific ministry for that time, for that season, for a reason. Because He wants to do the work in and through you. Not for that other person that could do a better job. He has us there for such a a time as this. And we need to be faithful. And before we make a decision to leave a certain ministry, again, we need to make sure that we pray and ask the Lord to speak to us and confirm through His Word that that the move is in His will. Ultimately, we want to be in His will as we move on to other ministries. Let's not take it so casual where you could just move to another ministry without even praying about it or waiting for God to confirm in His Word. And that does happen as servants, they move on, they, they don't, maybe they don't understand the principles of, of serving in ministry, but these are important principles to consider as you are serving in a ministry. And how you leave a ministry is just as important as knowing that God wants us to go. So if you have covered it in prayer and it's been confirmed through the Holy Spirit that it, you know He has you uh, leaving then the transition will be blessed by God and it's going to be a smooth transition and it's going to be in order. And there's not going to be any reservations in your heart, no regrets, no doubts that this move really, is it really of God or not? You want to be sure that you are being led by the Spirit and not by your own you know, flesh and desires. And as your, your attitude, you know, as we, as we leave a ministry, our attitude should be a positive attitude, not a negative attitude, right? And the people that are being left behind in that ministry, their attitude needs to be a positive attitude as you leave. There shouldn't be any any uh, any uh, uh, bitterness there. There shouldn't be any conflict or or, or people kind of uh, not appreciating that you're leaving. 
Because God will prepare their hearts too. If it's really of God, God's going to prepare those people's hearts as well. So we need to be looking at that. And the important thing to remember that as we leave ministries and move on to others, God needs to be glorified through it all. And you should be able to look back at that ministry and uh, that you've served in the past and use, use it as a testimony to His glory. And to see, just to share with people how God has worked in your life in, in and through those ministries in the past and where He has you now. It's got to be a testimony to His glory. And that's what we want. We don't want a bad testimony. We don't want to be remembered, be reminded of a ministry that we really messed up and we left and, and it wasn't pleasing to the Lord. That's not what we want to hear, right? That's not what God wants to be reminded of. So we need to be careful you know, that as we serve and we move on, that we use it, we do it in, with the right steps and that it's being led by the Holy Spirit. And ultimately, again, His name will be glorified in and through it all. You know, as Paul prayed for the Colossian uh, church in, uh, in, in Colossians uh, chapter 1, verses 9 through 12, I just want to close with that reading that prayer that he had for that church because it really applies to all of us as well. And let me read that, Colossians 1, 9 through 12. For this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing Him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to His glorious power, for all patience and long-suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Let's pray. Lord God, we do thank you, Lord, that you do lead and guide us as we serve you in, in the different ministries that you call us to, to serve. Lord, help us, again, just to be empowered by your Spirit, but help us to be sensitive to your Spirit as you uh, call us to, to the ministries that you want us to serve. And as you want to move us on, Lord, help us to have that sensitive heart to, to that leading, Lord. We thank you that, that you do use every one of us as your vessels, ultimately for your purposes, ultimately for your glory. And as we serve in, 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 in these ministries, Lord, help us to have that, that right heart, Lord, that heart of servanthood, that heart that desires to ultimately please you and bless you in, in through our serving, Lord. Help us just to be empowered in a way that, that it's going to ultimately be a fruitful ministry and a ministry that ultimately is going to reflect you and the glory uh, of you, Lord. So we thank you that you do use us as, as, as servants and, and you equip us. And, and you, you, you prepare us to do the ministry that you have for every one of us. Lord, we thank you for this time, and we ask that you continue blessing the, our discussion groups and everything else that goes on tonight. In Jesus' name.